Welcome to the Tim and Jess podcast. Now, I've just realised that I've done a classic Jess. I don't know what the Alpha Bucks letter is for Monday's game. Ooh. And I have a feeling you don't either. No, I, I also here. don't. He's so busy, he said no. I think it hasn't been decided. Jess, you know what? Do that classic padding stuff that we've yep. talked about. I'll find out. Okay, no worries. Um, look, today on the podcast, uh, you'll probably... You're going to get the, the best bits of the show that uh, made to the, made it to air that didn't involve one very big news story, Tim. Yeah, the Queen passed away, unfortunately. Yeah, it was very sad. Um, unfortunately, um, you know, we I mean, we did a lot of tributes to her on the show. Um, you may hear some of it. I um, think so, yeah. We'll put that probably at the start of the podcast. Yeah, right? yeah. It was, look, it's, it's been a weird day, Tim. You know what? There's no set letter for Alphabus oh, okay. yet. So let's do Q. That's a good idea. Let's do Q on Monday. Yeah, as a little tribute. And that's one of the easier games to win because we used this theory with the letter U the other day. Mm. There's not many words starting with Q, so you've got less options, which means your high strike rate of getting the word. I think so, yeah. Well. <laughs> in, I don't know what to say. No. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Look, some of the tributes to the Queen this morning were absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I special. think we, you'll hear them right now. Get that fun feeling in the morning. With Tim and Jess. Early hours of this morning, it was confirmed that Queen Elizabeth II did pass away. So uh, 1953 became the Queen, 70 years as the head of the monarchy. Mm -hmm. And it is definitely, it's a weird world to wake up to this morning because the Queen's all we've known. So we wanted to speak to people that maybe themselves or their parents, their grandparents had an experience. Maybe you just have a fun fact about Queen Elizabeth. Troy from Seymour, you were a soldier in the army. Uh, Can you tell us, uh, you've got something interesting about the Queen um, and her serving? Good morning, guys. Um, first, I'd just like to say, um, you know, it, it's really sad from the Commonwealth and, uh, you know, long live the King. But mm-hmm. uh, Her Majesty, Queen Elizabeth, she was a uh, an epic lady, you know, 70 years on the throne. She was the first female uh, royal family member to serve in the military. Wow. Really? Was, uh, yeah, yeah. She was a mechanic. Um, she joined uh, joined up during World War Two, and while she never saw active service overseas, um, you know she she served in the military, and being a soldier, uh, it's it's going to have a profound effect on the ADF. We're going to have to change a lot of the way we do things. We have to change all our uh, accoutrements and hat badges and things of that nature. And of course, the ADF will have a large part. Um, there will be a contingent, no doubt, sent over to the United Kingdom to take part in Her Majesty's funeral service. Wow. So it's, a sad, it's a sad day. Yeah. It's, no, um, thank you so much for sharing that, Troy. Troy, it's definitely what, something what an amazing woman. that she would was breaking tradition in World mm-hmm. War Two for a royal member, and particularly, I know that times have changed, for a female royal family member to be joining up the mm. Defence Force was just unheard of. And was still so active in her duties yeah. right up until, you know, 96 years old and still to be out and about was incredible. Absolutely. We've got Leanne in Benalla in 2006 Commonwealth Games. You were a volunteer. Did you have an experience with Queen Elizabeth? Uh, yes, I did. Can you tell yes. us about it? Um, uh, yes, I was working um, at the swimming pool. Um, right up at the top of the stadium where the seats might look down. And uh, the Queen um, came in. The <sighs> venue got, like, shut down, like <gasps> no one could go anywhere. Yeah, and she was only a couple of metres away from me. Oh, Aaliyah. Was it, was it surreal? Yeah. Wow, for real, yeah. So did you, were you warned that she was coming in? Because I know that there are, like, a certain protocols of, like, you, you like, uh, you, of ways you can re- interact with the Queen. Were you guys warned about that? 
Oh, no, we weren't allowed to interact. Uh, it was just a lockdown, total lockdown. Wow. We couldn't go sense. anywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. Leanne, I'm sure that's something that you'll reflect upon and tell your family uh, moving forward because it's one of those significant moments where it's kind of like, oh, this is, mm-hmm. this is happening. Bex in Seymour, uh, when you were in school choir, you had an experience with the Queen, Elizabeth, is that right? I, I did. It was uh, actually in Aubrey, um, okay. in Aubrey-Wodonga. Yeah, when I went to school there, uh, primary school, she came over. And uh, we were all at the Aubrey uh, Sports Centre as kids, uh, heap of schools, and sang as a choir. Oh, wow. It just happened, yeah, it just happened to be that I had actually broken my leg and I was the only kid that sat on a milk crate. <laughs> <laughs> you sat on a milk crate in front of the Queen. <laughs> I did, I did, and I waved it and sung my little heart out. It's oh, my goodness. That is something that you'll remember in, yeah, for the rest of your life, back. Absolutely, and the whole family does too. It's a point of joke. <laughs> because yeah, it's like. How are you feeling today about it, Beck? I'm actually shocked, really yeah. shocked, and, and saddened. I mean, um, she's the only monarch that we've ever known. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I I can't wait for William to become king. Um, I think that uh, he's got his mother's heart and his grandmother's brains in the sense of. He's just for us, you well, know. Um, absolutely. No, nothing bad towards Charles, but, you know, uh, God save the be, king. Yeah, that seems to be the uh, – that theme is not uncommon, yeah. uh, Beck. But we yeah, really absolutely. appreciate you sharing your story. No worries. Um, it's just – it's see, it's small mm-hmm. things like that. Like, I just – yeah, I saw the Queen. I was sitting on a milk crate with a busted leg. She waved to me. Like, just – While we're celebrating, Liz, Tim, can I tell you my, fi- my favourite fact about Queen Elizabeth? In 1933, she received her first corgi named Susan, and of course, an affinity for corgis, had over 30 corgis Mm -hmm. over the years. Mm -hmm. Every one of the corgis she had after Susan was a direct descendant from Susan. So the same family breed. The same family, including all the dogs that from the breed she created, the doggy, Dashound Corgi. I love Queen Lizzie. (laughs) I mean, just... It's it's a very it's in the things you learn. It's like the Crown show has really let people into a different perspective. Yes, mm-hmm. it's like a dramatized version, but Queen Elizabeth def- definitely has a special place in a lot of Australians' hearts. The Hit Breakfast Show with Tim and Jess. This just in: Tim and Jess's lyrical headlines. Yes, Tim, our talented news team put aside their duties for the day uh, and they read us song lyrics as if they are news headlines. Yep. We have to guess the song title and the artist. I am notoriously bad at this game. What's the level above notorious? <laughs> I don't, infamously? I, yeah, yeah, infamously bad at this. Mm-hmm. And um, you got to, names of buzzers, Jess, you're right, infamously, notoriously <laughs> awful. I don't know why, I've got to, I'm not feeling confident for some reason. Really? Today. And especially after Matt said the theme this week is Lee, who reads the story sometimes. Our reader, yeah. This is his personal mix of music. Oh, jeez. Okay. This could be the saddest or most bizarre <laughs> game I've ever heard. I love Lee, but hot dog. Is he an enigma? <laughs> that is the correct terminology for it. There's uh, five interestingly different songs. I All think, right, though, okay. you've got a chance. Let's Here we go. Let's just get into it. Names of buzzers. Because now you're so far away and I'm down, you're feeling like a face in the crowd. I'm reaching for you, terrified, because you could be the one that I love. Tim. Yes, Tim. Oh no! I was gonna, I was yeah. gonna say, Grace, you're the one that I won't. You are the one I won't. You would be incorrect. <laughs> all right, I'll play it out for Jess. I could be the one that you dream of. Message in a bottle is all I can do. Standing here, hoping it gets to you, gets to you. You could be the one that I keep, and I, I could be the reason you can't sleep at night. Message in a bottle is all I can do. Standing here, hoping it gets to you. I have absolutely no message in a bottle. 
I Green Day. I don't know. (laughs) 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 I hate myself. Yep. Okay. And that's like one of the ones that I kind of hoped you might get. So (laughs) let's keep going. All right. Sorry. Unos, dos, tres, catorce. Turn it up to loud, Captain. When the lights go down, it's dark. The jungle is your head, can't rule your heart. A feeling so much stronger than a thought. Your eyes are wide and though your soul, it can't be bought. Your mind can wander. Hello, hello, holla. I'm at a place called Vertigo. It's everything. Tim. I'm- yes, Tim. You two, um, Vertigo. Yeah! Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah! I don't think I've ever heard Lee speak in a different language, so... That sounded, no offence, so white. (laughs) Just so white. When the road began to crumble in front of my eyes, there was only one person I wanted to find. Ah. It was you, 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 it was you. Darling, hey, the precious moments that we shared, that slow time down inside my head, I wish I'd found this clarity while I still had you close to me. Oh, Jess. Oh, Jess got it. Is it Vance Joy Clarity? You have to wait till he said the word clarity. You don't even know it. You're just like, you don't even know it. (laughs) Do alarm and now to talk about. Take your pictures down and shake it out. Truth or consequence, say it aloud. Use that evidence. Race it around. There goes my... Tim, my hero Foo Fighters. (laughs) Have you seen the tribute concert to Taylor Hawkins? The videos of it, the drummer that passed away from the Foo Fighters. Oh this my year. god! Like his sixteen-year-old son came up and played "My Hero" on the drums to yeah. his dad's song. Don't watch it without a box of tissues next to you. Honestly, devastating. You need this. Started out seeking fortune and glory. It's a short song, but it's a hell of a story. Oh. You spend your lifetime oh, trying to get your hands on the Holy Grail. Tim. Yes, Tim. Is it Holy Grail by Mike Burnt? Mike um Brady. No, yuck. Oh, oh no. <laughs> But have you heard about Halfway the Great there, Crusade? We ran into millions and nobody got paid. Yeah, we I raised it, four though. corners of the globe for the Holy Grail. I know it, though. Holy Grail. Bye. You don't know Gil it. Gil McLaughlin. Uh, I don't no, know. It's the, <laughs> the Hoodoo Gurus, isn't it? It's the Hunters and Oh, no. That's all right. I still won, but it's... Did I, you, though? But I, I feel you? like a loser because of that, so... Oh, I was listening to that song. It's such a banger. Holy Grail. Hunters and Collectors, guys. <laughs> From a holy grail to Vance Joy. <laughs> oh. Wow. So yep. I guess we won't be doing Lee's picks again, hey? No. <laughs> bit sad. Tim and Jess on hit. Having a bit of fun helping our mate out. Um, <laughs> Jess, this week we were talking about Mars, the fact that some NASA astronauts and well, engineers, sorry, have created oxygen in like containers and controlled yeah. environments on Mars. It was exciting. You asked an interesting question. Again, I'll play the audio. Uh, if you haven't heard this, get ready. Does Mars have its own sun like we've got the sun? <laughs> Like, I know they've got moons, but do they have their own sun? Uh, <laughs> oh, no, we share the sun, don't we? I'm finding it I'm finding it hard to not mansplain or yell. It gets funnier. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's hu- like. I know. No, I appreciate you not immediately making fun of me. I, I've, I'm very rarely left speechless. 
Yeah, that happened on Tuesday. We've been yeah. sitting on it. A few thousand comments have come through on TikTok, Jess. Yeah, uh, just 80,000 people roasting me online this week. Um, look, a few people joining in on that saying, look, my friend said dumb things too. Je- yep. Leave Jess alone. <laughs> yep. So on 131060, we wanted to ask what's a dumb thing you said or maybe uh, someone you know said. Jess, we had a few comments. Yeah, uh, someone said I had a friend ask me once what country Belgium was in. <laughs> <laughs> Because it is a country. Yeah. Someone else said, uh, my ex once said, isn't it funny how the sun and the moon are the same size? Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, Jess, I'm worried. So we're trying to make Jess feel better and it's not working. <laughs> uh, Scott in Bendigo, your partner said something that you would describe as dumb. What was it? Um, she thought you put wax on a surfboard to get better grip on the water. Mm. Isn't... Oh, no. oh Jess. No, no. What is it the wax used for, Scott? So you can get better grip on the board, right? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. See, I knew that. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes you so, because otherwise you would put wax on the base of the board, mm-hmm, Jess, mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. get better grip. Yeah. No, on I that get it, Scott. Cert. That's fine. So, Scott, play on. Were you speechless, or was it immediately all guns blazing to your partner? Uh, I was very speechless, but at the same time, I had to kind of explain it real quick. Okay. So you didn't give as much restraint as Tim showed no, me. No, <laughs> potentially not. Uh, Rebecca in Rochester, your twin sister, twin sister, said something a bit dumb. What was it? Um, well, my sister, twin sister Kylie asked me where the Sydney um, bridge was. Where the, where's the where's Sydney, Sydney Harbour bridge? bridge? Yeah, yeah, Sydney Harbour bridge was. Yeah. <laughs> Did you think Sydney Harbour was a name of a person and like? Well, to be honest, I don't know. She was fifteen. She asked me straight out and was like, "Kylie, it's in Sydney." <laughs> Is it technically fifty percent your fault? Um, no. You share no. DNA. <laughs> I think I think you're to blame here. I think you could have you could have equally as said it just like her. She asked me when she used to have glasses. She put them on top of her head, and she asked me where they were. Yeah, so. that's, a, that's a classic. <laughs> she, well, that's why she couldn't see where the Sydney Harbour Bridge was. Uh, Brielle, I think in Wangaratta, you uh, said something dumb about chocolate milk. Is that right? <laughs> yes. Um, I asked my mum whether chocolate no. milk no. came from no brown cows. Brown cows. No. Yeah. Honestly, no. Brielle, who didn't think that you as a kid? Did not. Like I was seventeen. Like. <laughs> You've got no defense there, Brielle. I'm sorry. But where are the pink? I was like, where does banana milk come from? Yeah, Back. and pink milk. Where does strawberry milk yeah, come from? Yeah, where does strawberry milk come from? And I'm like, oh, why did I say that? No, <laughs> obviously. Special rainbow cows, obviously. Yeah, obviously they <laughs> yeah. feed the cows chocolate and that's how we get chocolate milk. It comes straight yes. out of the udder. So there you yep. go, Brielle. Different udder for each flavor. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like um, Neapolitan. That's exactly how they do it. Uh, Robin Epson, finish this off here. Your wife said something that you would describe as dumb. Tell us. I described very dumb. Okay, what was it? Uh, yeah, it was a muggy, muggy, uh, hot afternoon. Rain was forecast. Anyway, the kids were out in the pool. It started raining. The wife runs out and says, "Get out of the pool, you'll get wet." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, to this day, she still cops it every day. That but... is something. <laughs> I imagine how many times have you gone up to your wife, Rob, in the shower and said, "Baby, baby, careful." <laughs> It's raining. (laughs) You'll get wet. Yeah, Yeah. that's it. Unfortunately, there is a... Tim, I do feel better. Yeah, that's good. Mission achieved. (laughs) The Hit Breakfast Show with Tim and Jess. This is Hit. Jess, I have no other way to break this news to you, so I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm worried for you, mate. And now this is, if you're a big fan of the show, you know that this is something I've like really 
championed and believed in. And like, this is like, if I had to be described, like, you know how you have like a bio, I mm. feel like this would really encompass who I am. Jess, uh, Mercury is going to go into retrograde. Oh, yeah. Devastating. Devastating this, for everyone. Yeah, this astrological event's going to impact the balance you have or lack of in life. Now, Mercury, Mercury will be in Gatorade. <laughs> it's going to impact the zodiac signs uh, Libra, Aries, and Jess, I believe Gemini, which is, of course, oh, no. I'm very well aware that Gemini falls on your birthday, I it believe. It certainly does. Me and producer Matt. Oh, no. And, you know, I. I bring this to the show a lot. I'm sorry if everyone thinks I'm into, like, everyone's like, oh, Gypsy Tim again, bringing it. And um, why is Mercury in Gatorade, you ask? Uh, retrograde. All planets uh, go to retrograde at some point. It's not just Mercury, bros, mm. bros and gals. But when Mercury does, it kind of, like, messes yeah. up everything. When it, yeah, when it goes into Gatorade, it looks like mm. something's moving backward in the sky. Um, <laughs> How's it going to affect you, you ask? Great question, Tim. Uh, because it's happening, uh, you're going to feel an overall balance of shift in your life. Uh, so you might find yourself like working late, cutting out early, uh, the first one to be at happy hour. There's other Can't things. imagine I can cut out earlier than I already do. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, how will Gatorade affect your Mercury in the future? Uh, just You'll be stressed, but don't panic. Just write it out. Things will go back to normal. When does it go back to normal? Yep. <laughs> You've done a lot of research. Uh, things will go back to normal or even better. Soon enough. No. Is soon enough a good answer? Soon enough is I know not near enough. I, I pretty much, I won't stop talking about how much I believe in horoscopes. Yeah. And producer it's such Matt a Capricorn I, of you. I, oh, man. <laughs> um, Capricorn's a go, right? <laughs> I don't know. Now, um, the fact that you, Jess, are always like, Tim, stop talking about horoscopes. You mm. believe so hard. You think they're so real, Tim. Yeah, every day you read me our horoscopes. Oh. I just can't stop. I'm addicted can't to knowing everything about retrograding. And <laughs> as I think we're all thinking, Mercury. <laughs> September. I don't know. Gemini. <laughs> I, I just wanted to bring it to you, Jess, because of course. No, I do appreciate the warning. Happy Gatorade. Thank you. Now I can prepare. Batten down the hatches, if you yeah. will. So... I'm going to reveal a lighter of the curtain. Mm. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh. I, I don't believe. What? I, yeah, I know. That was insane. Um, what is Okay. Can you help? What does that mean? Just quickly. I ju- look, if you are one that believes in horoscopes, you believe that the, the stars and the planets align certain ways to help you out yeah. or to hinder you. And unfortunately, Metro Mercury in retrograde just kind of shakes everything up. Put us in a little jar, <sighs> shake us up. Yeah. That's what it's doing. That's what I said. Yep. Just wanted to see if, if how you'd handle that. <laughs> pretended, well. pretended to be now tomorrow. You can do. Uh, you can come on a Saturday, do a show about Tasmanian tigers Great. that are still not extinct, and then full three sixty. The hit breakfast show with Tim and Jess. Producer Matt's in the studio because I'm fascinated. Jess is fascinated mm. that you're fascinated with the AFL Grand Final Parade. Yeah, you were telling me that. Oh no, the parade that happens. And I was like, first of all, what? Okay, so producer Matt was getting very confused yesterday because he confused the AFL, the school footy parades, with the official grand final parade. You thought that was the same thing? Well, I stand by the fact that this weird school parade (laughs) thing that some of the schools did, walking around their school oval (laughs) to songs. And look, (laughs) to Matt's credit, spending his first 38 years of his life living in Queensland, Mm -hmm. I can understand that there might be some disconnect, especially up in Queensland country, 
when you're talking about the AFL. Like the fact that we have team songs, that you barrack for somebody, these are all things that Matt has come to terms with. The school footy parades where you walk around to the team song on the basketball mm-hmm. court or something. It's tradition. It's primary school, Matt. So weird. A different thing altogether to the grand final teams parading through Melbourne mm. just ahead of the grand final. Yeah, I Googled the pictures. It is it's great. It is is like... This uh, year it's changing, which is why we were talking about it yesterday. So it's going to be instead of down... What's the street? Normally it's down... It's not Flinders Street, is it? It's down like... They do it from like Parliament House through Flinders normally. And it's... it's, This is how it works, Matt. This is why it's hilarious. So they have Toyota Hiluxes, because the AFL is sponsored by Toyota. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough too. So there's 22 players in a team. So they Uh have 11 utes (laughs) per team with two people sitting in the back tray on a deck chair, <laughs> and then they drive down to the team song, and two players, like, say, Jess and I play for Hawthorne, yeah. and we're just waving, going, yeah, g'day, and everyone's like, good luck, Tim and Jess, I hope you we bloody kill the Tigers this and weekend. So, like, it is, like, 20 people deep. And usually, like, uh, some of the players get really awkward about it, so they give them a football to hold. Oh, just something. <laughs> they have a bag. Yeah. Sometimes uh. they have a bag, and they just handball mini mm. footballs out to kids and oh, stuff. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And now they're going to do it on the Yarra River and they're going to kind of do a few laps along the banks of both sides of the Yarra and then stop at the MCG. A lot more pressure on those kids to catch those footballs. <laughs> Sounds like, yeah. No, more, no, more pressure on the players to get it out of the river. Like the Yarra's already polluted oh, enough. You don't want anything from the Yarra River. No, no, no. I saw an artist impression of that. I don't know if I like it as much. <laughs> you haven't even been to us. Yeah, well. They're trying to limit the, because you're right, 20 deep. They're trying to limit that kind of crowd assembly mm-hmm. and they think if they can do it along the banks of the Yarra, it's going to be beautiful. Yeah, because no one will go because they'll be like, oh, stuff that. <laughs> I people will go. Yeah, people, people will, will go. Even, I've been to two grand final day parades. I think 2005 and 2011 I went. It is ju- it is a different world, Matt. And even that's co- coming from a lifelong <laughs> AFL fan. It is like, I found myself doing things that like back in 2011 when mm. I was 18 years old or so. Doing things that I'd never think. I'd be like, it was. I think it was Collingwood and Geelong in the grand final. I was like, Joel Selwood, hi. <laughs> Who am I to do that? To oh, people? Nick Maxwell, good luck. What is wrong with me? You find yourself doing these things. But even uh, I don't even know if you know what happens on the day of the grand final. So the grand final. There's the, a game on, hey. It, it certainly yeah. is. Oh, but in the Arvo. Yeah, it's not sometime. onto the afternoon, but people rock up at the MCG from like seven a.m. Hmm. And what? just hang out all day. Yeah, on those seats. No, 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 no. They're not let in. They will just stand out front of the stadium and like everyone will just be singing their team song. Oh, and Like an American style like car park party. Almost. Oh, less barbecue. You're not allowed to bring that. Yeah, less uh, barbecues, more cha- chanting. More scalpers. <laughs> so do people like just get into big old biffs? Like is that, because there's a no, lot of people. It's not rugby league, Well, mate. that's, I guess, that's probably where <laughs> I came Australian from. Australian <laughs> AFL version of biff is just saying go pies and that's kind of it. So. I know if you're listening right now, you must be fascinated that Matt doesn't know yeah. this. So I thought we wanted we, to Honestly, have this it chat. sounds insane trying to explain it to someone who's never seen it before. <laughs> I mean, I, you think like ticker tape parades for Olympians, yeah. sure. I, do Maybe we need to the... take Matt down to the parade? Like, dress him uh, up for paying. whatever team is. Um, no, <laughs> definitely not. That was Tim and Jess's podcast. 